You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, friends? Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Billy Rossetti with you here on a Tuesday as we are rolling through Senior Bowl week. As the players got on the field a little bit for uh, some warm-up stretches, things like that, before things really get into action today. In fact, we already had weigh-ins this morning, uh, and that was interesting. Uh, I think when we talk about the the practices, too, we'll... Uh, Note on some of the the uh, the weigh-ins here too, uh, but there are a couple notes quick from the senior bowl, and we've also got some coaching news as well uh, to touch on with the Carolina Panthers, and then we'll talk about what's been floating around uh, over the last couple of days. Uh, we know t- uh, people love to do speculation in terms of. Uh, quarterbacks, especially with the Panthers, and of course the latest name to pop up, and that's in some of that speculation, has of course been Matthew Stafford. So we'll touch on the possibility, or at least you know my thoughts, I guess, on whether or not the Panthers should make a play for Matthew Stafford. But we'll start actually with some quarterback news as well regarding the Senior Bowl. And in fact, it was one of the quarterbacks that the Panthers were supposed to uh, work with this week and have on their roster, but he has decided to opt out of the Senior Bowl uh, with an injury. That is uh, Florida quarterback Kyle Kyle Trask. Excuse me. Uh, Kyle Trask will not take part in the Senior Bowl as he is... uh, as he is still dealing with an ankle injury. So, uh, pretty big development for Kyle Trask. Of course, we've talked about Kyle Trask and how he you know, certainly flew up boards during the regular season, but it seems like people have started to, I don't want to say sour on him uh, a little bit, but there's been a lot... Uh, we've seen a lot of mock drafts where... Kyle Trask started in like the top 10 and then maybe like top 15. Now I think you're starting to see a lot more mock drafts, and a lot more boards uh, with Kyle Trask, not even a first round pick. So, and now with this injury and not being in the senior bowl, I think that uh, that is certainly going to hurt him a little bit because now he doesn't get the opportunity to work out in front of all these teams and uh, be in this type of, uh, be in this type of uh, environment and competition, things like that. So really going to be interesting to see now what will happen to Kyle Trask with his uh, with his draft stock and throughout the draft process. Because again, at this point, all these players are going to have now after this week is their pro day. Again, there's no scouting combine this year. It's simply going to be workouts and that taking place on on the players' campus at their pro day. So we'll see what happens with uh, with Kyle Trask. Uh, there was also another big note uh, regarding the NFL draft. Uh, a big injury, very unfortunate injury uh, in this draft class. Dale Odiingbo of Vanderbilt, one of, the, one of the top edge rushers, 
He unfortunately suffered a ruptured Achilles tendon while training for the draft. Now, Odiingbo is in an interesting position because being that he was already a senior, the rule this year is that those players actually have until March 1st to decide whether they will stay in the draft or come back to school because, of course, of the extra year of eligibility for this year that the NCAA gave because of COVID-19. So going to be interesting to see what happens with him, but he was certainly going to be uh, one of the top edge rushers, you know, maybe could have gotten to day one, possibly day two, uh, but there was a you know certainly a lot of buzz surrounding him. So really unfortunate to see this with him. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, but again, one of the big notes with the Senior Bowl, particularly on the Panther side, is that Kyle Trask not taking part in the Senior Bowl this week. Uh, and then also regarding the actual Panthers team and the coaching staff, uh, they actually filled a couple of their coaching vacancies just in time for the, the Senior Bowl. They officially announced new quarterbacks coach Sean Ryan. We talked about Sean Ryan. Uh, it was reported that he was taking the job, and they made it official. Sean Ryan, of course, spending the last two seasons in Detroit, coaching Matthew Stafford, which, of course, like I said, we will get to in a little bit, as well as the other... He's also coached the other quarterback that some people are going to try to link the Panthers to, Deshaun Watson, because he also spent two years as Houston's quarterback's coach. So, uh, really... You know, obviously not, not that this move means anything, but you know people are going to try to connect the dots here. But Sean Ryan was officially hired as the quarterback's coach. He, of course, is replacing Jake Peets, who left to become the offensive coordinator at LSU. And then Tony Sperano Jr., yes, the son, of course, uh, the son of the former head coach at uh, the Dolphins and the Raiders. He will be the assistant offensive line coach. He is replacing Marcus Satterfield, who is now the offensive coordinator South Carolina. And then while those two are coming in, one coach is not coming back, and that is Mike Fair. Uh, he'll leave after just one year coaching the defensive line with the Panthers after spending the previous two seasons coaching the D-line of the Indianapolis Colts. Now, what this means, at least for this week, because there was a couple other notes just regarding this week with the Panthers coaching staff, and that is uh, because obviously most of the staff is in Mobile, but not all the staff. That is because offensive coordinator Joe Brady and linebackers coach Mike Saravo are not at the Senior Bowl due to reasons related to COVID-19. So uh, the offensive staff, I guess as a whole, will absorb Joe Brady's duties and defensive run game coordinator Al Holcomb will coach the linebackers. Uh, and in fact, because Mike Fair is now leaving, that and there's now an opening at the defensive line coach, that'll mean assistant defensive line coach Frank Oakham will lead the defensive line prospects. And again, we talked about a lot of the intriguing defensive line guys uh, at this at this Senior Bowl. Um, and again, we had weigh-ins, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of intriguing numbers at this. So we might touch on them a little bit here too. And then, uh, we'll certainly make note of them 
throughout the practice. So we got that coming up. And again, we'll talk about Matthew Stafford and what the possibility is, you know, looking at his contract and what the possibility actually is that the Panthers go after the former line, the soon to be former Lions quarterback uh, this offseason. So again, those are just the quick couple of notes from from the coaching and uh, the Senior Bowl world. So again, Kyle Trask not going to be at the Senior Bowl this week, and then two new coaches for the Panthers: Sean Ryan, new quarterbacks coach, and Tony Sperano Jr. is now the assistant offensive line coach, and Mike Fair will not return as defensive line coach. So. Those are those notes. So we'll come back, talk about some of the weigh-ins, and start prepping for Senior Bowl practices. But before we do that, I want to uh, take a moment to let you guys know that today's episode is being brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. Obviously, a lot of good stuff in sports coming. Uh, we still got some NBA, a lot of NBA action, college basketball knee-deep in their season. In fact, I just posted my first bracket prediction and it was finally nice to get to do that again uh just posted that so a lot of college action going and plenty of chances for you guys to make some money with the betonline.ag folks and you can get your 50 percent welcome bonus when you sign up for a free account today at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and use the promo code locked on when you sign up for a free account today to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So let's talk about. Like I, said, I said I'd touch with some of the the. Uh, the practices, but we might as well talk about at least some of the weigh-in results here, which had some really interesting notes here in terms of uh, what some of the players weighed in at. Weighed in at, excuse me. But there was one major news also about a player that did not weigh in at the Senior Bowl, which we uh, we don't see too often. So it made it a very interesting decision. And especially considering, too, of course, it was one of the highlight prospects of this draft process. And that is Alabama wide receiver and, of course, the Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith. He actually declined to weigh in at the Senior Bowl. He will instead do so at his Pro Day. He, of course, was listed at 6'1", 175 at Alabama, obviously, that's really the only kind of concern, I guess, main concern of Devontae Smith is that he might only weigh about 170 pounds. But still, and of course, it's not like we haven't seen small wide receivers or smallish wide receivers get drafted in the first round, right? Look at two two seasons ago when the Baltimore Ravens took Hollywood Brown in the first round. Hollywood Brown's only what, like 175 and clearly not as talented as Devontae Smith. So, found it rather interesting, but again, he is going to weigh in at his pro day. Now, there were some other other players, you know, they uh, that kind of popped out. I think one player that popped out to me was the, uh, the offensive lineman, Spencer Brown, out of Northern Iowa, coming in at a legit... 
over uh, six feet eight inches. In incredibly enough, it was like six, a little over, a little over six feet. Actually, about uh, six eight and a half, three hundred fourteen pounds, and about an eighty-two inch wingspan, and. 30 uh 34 inch hand, 34 inch arms excuse me and about 10 and a half inch hands so big dude uh definitely has been one of the risers lately excited to see what he can do here in uh in this uh, here in the senior bowl week and then excited to watch his practice film and then if, if I can uh go back and find some film on him looking forward to to uh watching him of course that film would have to come from 2019 because as we know of course northern iowa part of the missouri valley conference which of course did not play this season we did have the one game of course from north dakota state but other than that no uh 2020 film on spencer brown so we'd have to go back to 2019 but like i said i'm excited to go back and uh, get a chance to watch him because i mean a lot of love for him right now and i mean it 68314. Oh boy, that's uh that's pretty. So that was just kind of one of the one of the notes I saw. And then uh just kind of spouting out some some winners here that I could think of. Najee Harris too. Uh came in about 6'2, about 230 pounds. I mean, boy, you know, the the way Najee Harris was running the football toward the end of last season and now, now he has the size to go, the legit size to go with it, as verified by the Senior Bowl. I mean, I th I think the odds are starting to grow pretty well that uh, Najee Harris is going to be a first round pick, probably uh, late twenties, maybe. I, I could see him possibly going. So, really, uh, really excited to see what he can do there as well. And I mean. There's even some uh, some linebackers and some safeties that came in with some with some really nice size here as well. I think one of which you definitely look at Baron Browning out of Ohio State, 6'3", 241, uh, 33 inch arms, 10, 10 inch hands, really nice size there for a uh, a line for a linebacker there. And uh, Hamilcar Rashad Jr. Another really intriguing linebacker prospect, especially now with, with his way in 6'3", 254. Uh, there was one name that caused a little bit of concern when he weighed in, and that was a guy we kind of talked about as possibly a, a potential Panthers option, but I wonder how many people are going to knock him down a bit because of his weigh-ins. UNC linebacker Chaz Surratt. He actually only came in at 6'1 and a half, 227, so... Possibly a little, little undersized there, but um, you know he has a chance to kind of make up for it this week in uh, in practice. I guess a similar scenario too for Tough Borland, just a sh uh, just a tad over six feet, actually six oh oh one if you look at the weigh-ins, which means six feet and then one eighth of an inch, so just a smidgen over six feet and two hundred twenty nine pounds for one of the other. Ohio State linebackers, and then even some of the safeties too. Uh, there were some uh, some safeties here as well that came in with some uh, some nice numbers with uh, with the way in, including Divine Diablo. I think is a a name that sticks out here out of Virginia Tech, six three, almost six three and a half, two hundred twenty six pounds. So. 
excited to go back and see what he can do with all that size if you know everything kind of matches up but those that those at least are just kind of some of the uh some of the winners i think here are just some you know names that pop right up with uh with today's senior bowl weigh-in so like i said that's just a, a quick glance we're obviously not going to run through every player uh but if you're curious of course there's obviously a bunch of outlets that are posting the uh, the Senior Bowl weigh-ins, and for those that are unfamiliar with the Senior Bowl weigh-ins and, you know, how they listed, if you do look at the numbers, uh, particularly with the height, uh, you'll see something like, you know, for example, Divine Diablo, 6033, so the first number is the number of feet, so in this case, six feet, the middle two numbers are the inches, so in this case, 603 would mean six feet, three inches, and then the last number is eighth of an inch, you know, so that that's how they. So if you see like six, so in this case, six o three three means six feet three and three eighths inches. So even if they put like a four, they would mark that as six feet three and four eighths inches, which of course you can round down to a half an inch. So that's how it is. Similar to uh, to the hand size, uh, hand size, arm length, wingspan, things like that. Uh, with hand, it would simply be uh, the first two numbers are the number of inches and then uh, the eighths of an inch. So uh, for Diablo, 948 means 9 and 4 eighths inches for hand. And then wingspan, 7918. So that just simply means 79 and 1 eighth inches is his wingspan. So that's how you would read it if you're looking at all these uh, senior bowl weigh-in lists. So. But that's just kind of a quick skim of a couple of the players. Uh, so we'll come back for, I guess, kind of the main event, as it were, and talk about, I guess, the possibility that Matthew Stafford could become a Carolina Panther. But before we get into that, today's episode being brought to you by rockauto.com, the family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. It's great for any type of driver, any kind of car parts that you need, as they have just about everything you need for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Anything from engine control modules to brake parts, tail lamps, all that kind of stuff. So whether you're a classic or a daily driver, you can get everything you need in just a few easy clicks with rockauto.com. And their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, the specifications, and the prices that you prefer. And best of all, rockauto.com prices are always the same and always reliably low, whether you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And of course, remember to write the words locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And, of course, today also being brought to you by the best-tasting protein bar ever. That, of course, is Built Bar. And our friends at BuiltBar.com bringing you 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors, chocolate, carrot cake, raspberry, peanut butter, all kinds of good stuff. Me, I'm a typical chocolate, peanut butter, those kind of flavors. You know, I'm, I'm pretty basic, but still 
any kind of fancy flavor there, they have you covered. And these bars are excellent and covered in 100% chocolate. So for someone like me that loves chocolate, these are these bars are great. And I know I'm eating a health uh, a healthy delicious snack all at the same time. And if you're on a keto diet, these bars are great for that too. Low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. So go to builtbar.com if you want to try these for yourself and use the promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order. So again, that's promo code locked on, 20% off at builtbar.com. So let's talk about Matthew Stafford. Of course, the news broke earlier this week, I think on Sunday that the Lions and Matthew Stafford were going to or mutually agreed to part ways this season. And Stafford basically made it known that he wanted a fresh start. And I mean there there was a report that just came out I think previously to that or that just came out I think yesterday that Stafford perhaps could have stayed or, or would have stayed in Detroit had uh, Daryl Bevel been named the head coach, but of course they went with Dan Campbell, gave him a, gave him a long-term contract, and of course new GM Brad Holmes. So this is basically like the Panthers. It's a you know total rebuild process, although I think the Lions are certainly in much more of a rebuild process than the Panthers. Lions pretty much have to set the reset button, I think, and that's pretty much what they're doing here. Stafford, of course, you know, and I can understand he doesn't want to be part of it. He's obviously getting up there in age. Wants to try to compete for a Super Bowl. So the Lions and, you know, the Lions graciously are going to try to give him that opportunity, especially after what Stafford's done for this Lions organization. I mean, look no further than week 17 of last season. We know Stafford, of course, was banged up. Didn't need to play in that week 17 at all. Really had no business playing in it. But he wanted to be out there and finish the season, even though the Lions had only won five games up to that point. That's just the type of player that Matthew Stafford was. So now he's on the trade block, and of course there's a lot of speculation on a bunch of teams. One of those teams certainly could be the Carolina Panthers, and as we mentioned earlier today, they officially have their new quarterbacks coach in Sean Ryan, who has spent the last two seasons working with Matthew Stafford. And again, he also worked with Deshaun Watson in Houston. So what's the possibility? Could the Panthers actually get this done? Uh, obviously the, uh, the trade would start with that number eight overall pick. And that's what would put the Panthers possibly in an advantageous position. If they wanted to make a move with the lions, because this would give the lions two picks in the top 10, of course, back-to-back -back picks because the Lions are sitting right above the Panthers right now at number 7. So they could have pick 7 and they could have picks 8. Um, more than likely, next year's first-round pick is probably going to have to get thrown in there as well. I think with uh, Deshaun Watson, you might be looking at a possibility of three first-round picks being shipped over. In fact... I believe it was, uh, I saw a tweet from Ben Albright, and he was talking about the possible trade value of Matt Stafford. 
And he pointed to the Jamal Adams trade, which, of course, saw two first-round picks as well as a third and I think another pick to the Jets for Jamal Adams. And he was saying that's probably about where uh, trade talks are going to start regarding Matthew Stafford. So you're probably looking at number eight this year, first round pick next year, and then maybe a third this year as well. I think that could be at least a starting point for Matthew Stafford. And if we look at Matthew Stafford's contract, it's really not that big of a contract. Um, he's really only due... He's really only due about, well, let's see, 2021, looking at over the cap, he has a, a $9.5 million base salary. And, of course, also he has a $10 million roster bonus due on March 21st. And then 2022, $12.5 million salary and also a $10 million roster bonus. And then uh, 2023, interestingly enough, uh, there's no salary, just the prorated bonus of $3 million. So really, you're only looking at uh, about 40-some million dollars over the next two years is really what this contract it, uh, boils down to for Matt Stafford, which is not a big contract if you think about it. I mean, it's pretty on par with... Uh, with the contract that Teddy Bridgewater has. About $40 million left over over two years. I mean, at least if you average it out. Uh, his cap number is $33 million for 20, uh, 2021. But if the Lions do trade him, uh, they would eat $19 million. Because they would actually absorb... Uh, all the signing bonus. So really, the Panthers, or whoever makes the, the trade, would only be responsible for his base salary, which again totals uh, $22 million over the next two years, and then his two $10 million roster bonuses and $500,000 workout bonuses each of the next two years. So you're really so you're only on the hook for uh, about $43 million over two years if you make a trade for him. You don't have to worry about... Uh, the extra signing bonus cap charge. So really, that would put his cap number at about $20 million for uh, for 2021. And then a, uh, a cap charge of about, actually about the same, maybe about $22, $22.5 million for 2022, which in today's NFL is certainly not a big contract or not a big salary cap number. Obviously we're seeing a lot of these a lot of these quarterbacks with uh salary cap numbers in the 30s. Some of them of course are even going to be into the 40s. Uh you know, in terms of uh for example, Ben Roethlisberger is in fact using the numbers from Spotrack. Ben Roethlisberger right now is set to have the highest cap hit among quarterbacks and effectively in the entire NFL at 41 and a quarter million dollars and then Matt Ryan also is counting almost 41 million dollars in cap space 
for 2021 as well. If we use the cap number of uh, of about $23 million, like we said for 2021, if the Panthers make that trade, $23 million salary cap hits would effectively replace Teddy Bridgewater because Teddy Bridgewater is set to count uh, just under $23 million against the cap, 15th among quarterbacks. That's actually where Stafford would slot in. If uh, you know, if I'm understanding this correctly, which I believe I am, because again, a trade would mean uh, unless they work out some kind of deal, but the trade should mean that Detroit would uh, incur the the signing bonus cap hits. So a $23 million cap hit would put Stafford 15th in the NFL. So not too bad for a player of his caliber and for uh, a team on the rebuild like the Panthers. So the question becomes, do the Panthers want to pull the trigger with uh, a couple of first-round picks to make this deal? Again, what we're probably looking at is number eight this year, first-round pick next year, maybe, say, a a third-round pick this year, and then, you know, if they have to sweeten the pot, which they probably will, because you know it's going to start to become uh, a bit of a bidding war. Because, I mean, there's going to be so many, and I'm sure a lot of you guys saw the tweet yesterday as well from Adam Schefter, where he counted about maybe 18 quarterbacks who's, or 18 starting quarterbacks from 2020 whose futures could be up in the air, at least their immediate future as well. So who knows? It's, it's going to be a fun quarterback carousel, I think, this year, especially with, uh, you know, a couple free agent potentials. You know, what do the Cowboys do with Dak Prescott? Uh, what do the Eagles do with Carson Wentz? You know, especially now that uh, Philip Rivers has retired. The Colts are going to be in play, certainly, for Matthew Stafford, I think, as well, too. So really going to be interesting. And then, as we've mentioned numerous times, all the draft quarterbacks. So really going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I would certainly not be opposed if the Panthers make the move here. I mean, I think the off- I think 2020 showed that this offense can be pretty damn good. You just need a reliable, strong quarterback to help really make that offense click. And unfortunately, Teddy Bridgewater showed he's probably not going to be that guy. Matthew Stafford certainly could. And then obviously people are still going to wonder if they go after Deshaun Watson. But uh, again, obviously the price for that is going to be steep. But for a guy like Deshaun, it would be worth it. So I would not. And the way the Panthers have been talking... Uh, they're going to address every possibility, I think, that they have to at the quarterback position. So they absolutely, in, in my belief, will be sniffing around. And as uh, as, as Scott Fitter said to himself, they'll be in. They want to be in on every deal. So they'll certainly travel that avenue and see whether or not they will take either Deshaun Watson or Matthew Stafford. So those are just kind of my quick thoughts, I guess, as to whether or not the Panthers are going to go after. Like I said, I I think they definitely should be in play. Uh, will they pull the trigger? Who knows? And like I said, there's going to be a lot of teams uh, in play here. So really, it will be fun 
to see what happens. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for this edition. I think that's a good place to wrap up. Uh, we'll have Senior Bowl coverage tomorrow. We'll recap the first day of practices at the Senior Bowl. So really excited to talk about that. And, I mean, it should be a, a fun week that we're you know now really kicking off the draft process here. So excited for you guys to be on the ride with us. And it should be a, a fun one. So enjoy the Senior Bowl practices if you're watching them. And enjoy the week. Enjoy the rest of your day. And come back with us next time for more fun right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. Bill Rossetti signing off at Bill underscore Rossetti on Twitter. Take care, everyone, and we will see you soon.